This week's episode of Millennial Mom is brought to you by Lisa Hinsberger Photography. Lisa Hinsberger Photography is focused on the details in every photo with the city of Chicago as a backdrop. If you're expecting, have a newborn, or need family photos that will last you a lifetime, find Lisa Hinsberger Photography on Instagram and Facebook at Lisa Hinsberger Photography. That's spelled L-I-S-A-H-I-N-S-B-E-R-G-E-R Photography. Welcome to this week's episode of Millennial Mom. Thank you so much for joining me. As I mentioned in my podcast two weeks ago, I'm going to try to have a new guest every other week, hopefully from some other millennial moms, maybe some other people outside of our demographic. Love to have my friends in here talking about their lives. This week I have my friend Abby. I've known her for 27 years. She's the funniest person I know. She brings the life to every party and she's always down to party. She's the best mom. She has the cutest family and I love her so much. And I'm so thankful that she came on to share with me. She's brutally honest, which is why everybody loves her so much. And so I hope you enjoy some of the laughs from her brutal honesty this week. So enjoy the show. Hi, Abby. Hey guys. How are you? I'm good. I'm super excited. I'm a huge fan of your podcast, so I'm honored that you're having me as a guest this week. (laughs) Well, I feel like you are a perfect fit for this podcast because people tell me that they think it's funny or like relatable, and (laughs) I just find you to be the most hilarious person I've ever met. And also, (laughs) I can tell you like any embarrassing, horrible, mortifying thing that's ever happened to me, and you'll never judge me, and you'll just make me (laughs) laugh about it. So, like, (laughs) well, thank you. I thoroughly appreciate you. And you're also like, um, Abby can be kind of raunchy sometimes. So she'll like, you know, say some sick sex joke about my dad. And somehow it's like completely acceptable. I love Greg. (laughs) It's, uh, it's interesting that she just gets away with murder, but you just can't help it because she makes you smile. (laughs) She's been doing it for years. I'm just going to tell everyone a little bit about how we met. Sounds we great. met when I was in second grade at Westridge Elementary in Elkhorn, Nebraska. <laughs> Go Wildcats. <laughs> I was seven. So we've been friends for about 23 years. How old does that make you feel? Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> I never thought of it that way. That's nuts. I can't believe it. I know how far we have come. Do you want to tell everyone a little bit about yourself by first starting um are you a millennial and what does that mean to you? I actually, from listening to your podcast, found out that I am a millennial. <laughs> and I, But I don't know that I love all the stereotypes of a millennial. I find some of them to be a little bit offensive. But I agreed when you were with Jenny on the podcast that I feel like I'm kind of like a more mature millennial. But I'm sure after this podcast, nobody will believe that. Um, but anyway... <laughs> No, I, I, am, <laughs> I am a millennial mom, so that's also why I find this so hilarious and relatable. Okay, so tell me who you live with. Okay, so I live with my husband, my daughter River, our dog Spur, and our five mini ponies, which we inherited when we bought our acreage. I am from Elkhorn, so that's where we grew up together. 
and have always lived in the city until I met my lovely husband and he moved me out to the boonies and we now live in a town of less than 600 people. So that has definitely been an adventure. And he also, his family owns a dairy farm. So my world has been completely flipped upside down, but it's wonderful. So I think on my first episode, I talked a little bit about how I have like friends in all places. And I think I mentioned like having a mom friend that lives on a farm and that's you. And I just, (laughs) I just like laugh sometimes. I want to do like some comparisons before we get started with our weeks in reviews. I live in the Chicagoland area. I am a suburbanite. Again, I live right next to Buffalo Wild Wings. I enjoy the chilies. (laughs) Like I'm a complete suburbanite, but I'm like a 30 minute drive without traffic to the city. So not that far. And Abby, like she said, lives in a town of like 600 people. So I just wanted to kind of go through some differences between being a city mom and being a farm mom. A farm mom, is that offensive? It's not offensive at all. (laughs) Although we don't like live on the dairy farm, let me just clarify, but we just live on a funny farm, which has also kind of turned into a pet cemetery, but that's another story. The only thing that seems to live here is our dog Spur, again, which we inherited when we bought it, and the mini ponies, which just keep reproducing and growing their herd. It's terrible. You're just like your average Lisa Vanderpump, but in the middle of Nebraska. (laughs) And our ponies are not nearly as well taken care of. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so about on average, what do you think you pay for daycare for a week? Oh, I mean, I think it's like four twenty-five an hour. So we just pay on an hourly base, which I know is hysterical. But there are other people around here who go to in-home daycares, and I'm not kidding when I say for an infant. I repeat, for an infant, it is $2.10 an hour. (laughs) (laughs) But I would say for us, so we send our kid to like the Lutheran daycare here in town, which we absolutely love. But I would say we spend between like $150 and $175 a week, which really isn't that bad, especially when I hear about what you pay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess we actually pay monthly but I would say around here on average, it's probably about like $3,200 a month. <gasps> like if that's what you were to pay for two kids at my daycare. Now, I don't mean to brag, but I have a founding family discount. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I get, you know, I only pay like $2,500 a month. Oh for, my but that's for two kids. Now they are, that is not infant pricing. I think it's Can I just throw out there that that is more than like all of my bills, my mortgage and daycare for the month combined. I don't want to hear about it, Abby. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm also like the nearest target is 45 minutes away and any sort of civilization is at least 30 minutes. Okay. So that's what I wanted to know next. So I want to hear about like, What is the mom friend group situation being a farm mom? Well, it has, I would say that has been one of the difficult things about moving here is just that a lot of people that grew up here end up moving back to a small town and having a family. So I would just say I spend a lot of time with Chris's family, my sister-in-law is a really good friend of mine because our husbands work at the dairy farm really long hours. So we hang out a lot, but. Other than that, I don't know. I mean, there's 600 people and you got to (laughs) think. There's just, 
there's not many options. I mean, the people are really nice. Don't get me wrong, but it's hard to find like people that are at the exact same spot that you are, you know? Right. And I would say like Chris, when we got married, he was 29 and I was 28, but around here, you're like a grandpa at that age. So we were just getting married, but all of his friends had two to three kids, had been married for like six to eight years. And so we were just kind of around here we started later but in Omaha I felt like when I lived there a lot of my friends were still single and stuff like that so it's just a different I don't know just kind of you take a step back in time and I don't mean that in a bad way but like you can let your kids walk to the park by themselves or you can let them go to the swimming pool in the summer and when they're like seven and walk by themselves which (laughs) anywhere else they would probably you know get abducted or something would happen (laughs) yeah so I would say here there's like a million options like there's mom groups there's places to take your kids there's the library there's all these things you can do I have a great friend group of just like my actual friends that I knew before having kids and we all just kind of started having kids at the same time but then also I have these friends from daycare and they're fucking awesome and it's so fun to (laughs) know them like not just from like oh you're so-and-so's mom but it's like oh remember that one time we had too much wine and I threw up a little bit yeah oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) it's like nice to get on multiple levels with these moms which is great um but I want to go back to what you said about going to the pool because when I was a kid my parents just like didn't give a fuck they weren't they were like you're not going to camp what you're getting is you're getting a pass to the Elkhorn pool and you can ride your bike there every day and go bowling and that's what I did every single day in the summer who didn't love two free games of bowling and shoe rental all summer (laughs) free shoe rental (laughs) these are the things that we had as children (laughs) that my kids will never understand I know. It was devastating when the building burned down. I tell you what, so many memories. <laughs> if, if I just said, okay, Brady, see you in like six hours, like that would be un- like no cell phone, just like, all right, I'll see you around town <laughs> later. Like what? I know every day we would walk and go bowling and then come home and then the pool opened at one and swim all day. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, see, so when I said you take a step back in time, I meant zero offense by saying that, but I feel like I can still give that to my children living here, which I think is awesome. Although I will still be like a paranoid patty that's like outside checking on them, looking at them because, you know, you just kind of get trained when you live in the city to feel that way. Yeah. I mean, I live in a much more dangerous city than you do. So imagine how I feel like you can just get shot driving on the interstate here. Oh, boy. And I get stuck behind a tractor on the way to school and have to pass them on gravel. That's like the most excitement I see. (laughs) Oh my God. I can't. When, um, when Abby got married, I took my husband obviously with me to the wedding and he was, (laughs) it it was like eyes wide open for this kid that grew up in the Chicagoland area. And he's sitting on literally a tractor drinking beers, like dancing to country music, going down a <laughs> gravel road with all these country boys. Driving by a feed lot. And we had to yeah. stop so people could take selfies with the cows because they'd never seen that many. And all of my husband's friends are like, what is wrong with your friends? Have they never seen a cow before? <laughs> and then it smelled like shit. And they're like, what's that smell like? It smells like money. I'm like, oh my oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that is very accurate. 
Oh my god. Although I so must I, say, it still doesn't smell like money to me. It just still smells like shit. <laughs> well, you better get used to it because you have a whole farm of cows to be around all the time. <sighs> I know. I know you're jealous. <laughs> so jealous. <laughs> um, okay, so let's hop into weeks in review. I'm going to start with mine. It's been a doozy. Uh, so last week I told you how my pipe burst in my basement while I was out of town for work. Well, I came home, I had a QBR at work, but then I came home, Ryan was out of town in Boston, his flight got delayed, he wasn't going to get home until 11pm, I get the kids like dressed, fed, in bed, all of that stuff, and I'm like, okay, now I'm going to relax, it's, it's my time, <laughs> this is for me, and so I get in my bath, and I turn off the water, and it's just the perfect temperature, which I feel like it's a skill to get just the right temperature in the bath. I'm always adjusting. But I hear this dripping sound, and I'm like, did I forget to turn something off? And I realize that my toilet's been dripping. And it's like drip, 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 like a fast drip and like a big drip. Oh, boy. And We've had drips before, not from other plumbing issues in this bathroom. This is our upstairs bathroom. So I live in kind of a split level, but essentially I knew that if this had been going on all day, I was really fucked. So I went in the basement, went in the crawl space and confirmed that our crawl space was partially flooded due to this fucking toilet drip. So because I'm resourceful, I'm like FaceTiming people, calling people that know things about plumbing things, talking to my dad. I... Am YouTubing everything and I'm like I know what I need to do and so or I texted my father and my mother-in-law and I was like hey can somebody please come over just to watch the kids because I got to run to Home Depot so my father-in-law comes over and I'm in the basement and I'm putting the dehumidifier and the fans in there to try to keep everything going because turns out we still had all the equipment from the last flood that happened less than seven days before oh boy he comes over I'm in the basement doing that and I come upstairs to find him with like his hands in my toilet and I was like (laughs) what are you doing I just wanted you to babysit and he's like I brought a paper clip to fix this and I'm like I don't think a paper clip's gonna fucking fix this like we've got water from the our top floor all the way into our crawl space like this is more problematic than anything a fucking paperclip could ever do. And so him and I like kind of start getting into it. And I'm like, whatever. So I go to Home Depot. I like confirm everything with the plumbing guy at Home Depot. Greatest customer service. Wait, then, what were you planning to do? Like buy the supplies and fix it yourself? Yeah. Wow. I've I've fixed a few plumbing problems around here. So. I'm impressed. <laughs> I, <laughs> The after hours costs of a plumber are ridiculous. And every time they come here and it's like a four second job and I'm like, what the fuck? I should have just done this my goddamn self. So I pushed myself to be more resourceful. And the guys at Robert Blair know me the after hours plumbing and heating people. And so sometimes they'll just be like, okay, we're not coming to your house. And they'll walk me through how to fix it because those people don't get paid extra anyways for like coming over to my house at 2 a.m. So they just tell me how to fix it. And they're like, whatever. So love them also shout out, use them if you're in this area. So anyways, I come home with all the materials I need. And my father-in-law is like, you are not going to be able to fix this. (laughs) It's because I had to, I had to fix the valve. Like, you know, under your toilet, there's that valve that you can turn I'm not aware of that. 
<laughs> Abby, at all. You need to be aware of it because someday it's going to start fucking <sighs> dripping and you're going to have to call me. So <sighs> you should learn where this valve is. And it's like this little like thing that turns and it controls the flow of the water that goes from your plumbing into your toilet. Like that fills your toilet with water. Oh, okay. So he's like, you're not going to be able to do this. And I was like, can you just leave? And then he like stepped in dog shit. It was like a real night. I was like, what is going on? I'm in a twilight zone. And don't worry. We already like, I already covered this with my mother-in-law and we were like cracking up about it, about his (laughs) paperclip remedies for my plumbing problems. I take it they didn't work. (laughs) No. So... Ryan got home because I needed his muscles. We were able to completely change the valve, fix everything, and all was good. So nightmare. And then I, like, sent this, like, text message to my father-in-law, and I was like, new valve, no leak. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Crystal. Wow, you fixed it. (laughs) But I wanted to prove to him I could do it. I was like, "Uh uh-uh, that's it. I was like, tell me that I'm not going to be able to finish this and game on. (sighs) That was awesome. Then the next day, the restoration people came from the first flood, and they found three more pipes leaking in my basement. (laughs) I was just like... All from the toilet? Yeah. So I'm really just like, what, like, if you know a good way to burn down a house without it tracing back to arson, like, let me know, because I'm ready to just light this bitch on fire and collect (laughs) the money and go buy a new house. Like, I'm fucking over it. Maybe start with a new toilet. Oh, that's what my father-in-law said. Just buy a new toilet. I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm not just going to go fucking buy a new toilet. Like, I'll redo this whole bathroom before I do a toilet and get a new toilet. <laughs> I don't know. That shit's a nightmare. Then Sloan got pink eye. She doesn't want to put any drops in her eyes. Of course, again, having to take off work to go take her to the doctor, all that nightmare. And then I somehow talked all my fun daycare mom friends into going to Benihana with me. I was like, in my head, I was like, this is going to be fun. Like, we're going to go out. It's going to have a good time. All the kids are going to love the onion being lit on fire. It's going to be the best. And as soon as we get there, they won't see us into the whole parties there. So we're just standing at the front with four kids running around like madness. And there were no dads. It was just the moms. And then I realized, oh, fuck, you're actually punishing yourself like a normal person person would be like hey let's just leave the kids with the dads and then the moms will go do something else but instead I was like let's torture myself complete masochist bring your children with you to Benihana where things are like lighting on fire can you explain what Benihana is yeah it's like it's a hibachi grill oh okay like what's the one in Omaha called I'm drawing a steakhouse it's just it's the exact same thing as Kobe Steakhouse Benny Hanna's are like a chain. Sounds um, delicious. <laughs> it was delicious. But then we sat down and it was just, it was utter chaos because we had three five-year-olds and three two-year-olds and oh. three moms. And it was like one of those moments where I sat back and my kids were actually like pretty well behaved and ate really well, but I was able to like sit back and rejoice in the realization that not just my kids are terrors, but all children, (laughs) all children are terrors. Like one constantly said she had to take a shit, but then the mom (laughs) would take her to the bathroom and she wouldn't shit. Um, Another one, he kept screaming at the hibachi guy, 
do the fire again do the fire again like the people around us fucking hated us the kids would not sit still they were standing up they're running around they're literally doing laps like in my head all i'm thinking about is beverly hills ninja do you remember that movie no please tell me you've seen that movie no i haven't i need to put it on my list it is one of the best movies of all time and there's this scene where Chris Farley is pretending to be a hibachi grill guy and he's just like throwing spatulas around I don't know you need to watch it I wish you knew what I was talking about but now I feel dumb so anyways (laughs) so that was that was my week and also this weekend Brady had all these hot he had three hockey games and a wrestling tournament and he wasn't able to go to his hockey games or wrestling tournament today because he ended up coming down with some horrible virus. And of course, I had to take him to urgent care, confirm he did not have influenza, but just a consistent like 103 fever. So back to urgent care you went. Well, I called the on-call doctor and they were like, it's cool. It's just a virus running through his body. Like, keep it up and TTYL. And we were like, okay. <laughs> so I'm just like, keep an ice on him. He's sucking on popsicles, drinking water, and we're doing the three-hour rotation of Motrin and Tylenol. And, of course, I have to go out of town tomorrow, so Grandma's coming over to watch him so Dad can go to work. It's never-ending. Never-ending. Not as a parent. (laughs) Oh, it's terrible. Um, So, yeah, that's what happened to me. Um, Tell me about your week. Okay, first side note, when you brought up the toilet incident, I'm actually kind of disappointed in myself because I feel like I'm semi-handy, although I'm sure my dad and my husband would disagree, but (laughs) it did give me a flashback. So I feel like when you get married, obviously there's no manual, but one thing they really forget to tell you as a millennial mom is when you birth a child, you get to see a different side to your spouse that you've never seen before, unfortunately, Chris probably saw things that will scar him for life. So (laughs) you mean like during the actual birth? Well, I had a C-section, so probably not then, but I'm just thinking more like the aftermath of like wiping my bloody ass while I'm trying to go to the bathroom and stuff like that. Probably scarring, but I'm really glad he works with livestock because I don't think it scared him. He actually came home tonight with like blood all over his face and I just (laughs) smelled like a complete turd. I'm like, and what like, is happening? You need you to shower. Right. I'm like, what happened? And he's like, oh, don't worry about it. It was just shoulder deep and a heifer pulling out twins. I'm like, okay, well, the afterbirth is like all over your face. So I don't know if you want to clean that up. <laughs> like you were just kissing our daughter, but like maybe hop in the shower. Anyways, the only experience, so back to the toilet thing, is after you give birth, no one tells you like, hey, maybe you should chug some Motrin because you just had a C-section and they took everything out of you and stuffed it back in there and it's not going to work correctly. So give me like a week after birth. Mind you, I still was eating like I was pregnant and (laughs) I I had not. (laughs) exactly um but I had not gone number two yet and so (laughs) when that finally happened did they let you leave the hospital without taking a shit they totally let me what my doctors were like you're not leaving and I was like I'll do anything I can to squeeze out of her right now get me out of here 
I know. I don't know. I just, they just didn't ask me about that. And plus I was on like some heavy pain meds, which just clog you up anyways. So when I got home, I finally, like a week later, I was so terrified of getting hemorrhoids because I had heard horror stories and that like you can have perma dingleberries that stick out and I <laughs> didn't want that. Abby, so, why are you judging? <laughs> I, well, I'm not judging. If you've got some little fissures hanging out, good for you. But I just was very nervous. And so I'm like, oh, how? And like, you just have a lot of pressure, like C-section. It just, it was uncomfortable. So I said, if there was like ever a moment in my life where I believed in God, it was when I was like, Jesus, take over my body and get this poop out of me. I can't take it anymore. And I started shaking and it happened. Well, it was 3.30 in the morning and I had to go wake up my husband and be like, listen, I flushed six times and the water's about to overflow. Like, I think all of my turds compacted and clogged the toilet. And he's just like, are you shitting me? So <laughs> he has to come downstairs, scoop all of the water out, like the poo-poo water with an ice cream bucket and legitimately remove our toilet from the ground, like remove it out of our floor and then take a clothes hanger, a metal one. And he had to like unravel it and like scrape it out, grab the turd with his hand and like throw it in our yard and then put our toilet back together. It took him over an hour and we can laugh about it now, but he, he just, like I said, they see a side to you they've never seen before. So bless his heart. I love him. Even when he comes home with afterbirth on his face, I still love him. But that's my only, that's like my only incident with plumbing at our house. So my weekend <laughs> review, and it was all my fault. I know. And I didn't even help fix it. I was just like defeated and also really embarrassed because like, how do you get a turd to clog that giant hole in the bottom of the toilet that you have to actually remove the toilet? Really embarrassing. Anyways, okay. I want to say, I know that C-sections are like not a desirable thing and that you want to avoid one at all costs, but I mean, I definitely have hemorrhoid problems. Oh. <laughs> and, and it's from just like pushing so hard to get a human to come out of your vagina. Like, how can uh, that not happen? Well, I know. And actually, while in the process of trying to poop, like I pooped really hard and my mom was here visiting and like, I felt something like I reached down there because I'm like, Oh my gosh, something just happened. And so you're like feeling around, but you're like, okay, I can't look in the full length mirror. I just can't look. And so I had my mom come in and like bent over and spread my cheek. She's like, you have two little hemorrhoids that popped out. I was bawling. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to sit on a donut the rest of the week. Like just devastated. They eventually popped back up. But it, I think that was part of my constipation issue is I was so scared to like squish those things out again, you know? Listen, if you ever come visit at the farm, we now have hemorrhoid cream in our cabinet. So don't worry, we've got you covered. But yeah, horrific. Oh my God. Absolutely Nobody horrific. Tells you these things. You like go to these birth no. classes and they're like, you breathe like this and you do like this and you can bounce on a ball and you can go on all fours and you can like do a cartwheel. But no one's like, well, they might use forceps on you and you might think they look like salad tongs, but actually there's these <laughs> huge metal plates they're going to start your vagina and rip your baby out with. And then don't worry, we'll sew you back up. Oh, I know. Exactly. Or like, by the way, your kid's heart rate's going to be at 50 for seven minutes. It's not an emergency, but we're going to do a C-section. These lights are flashing. <laughs> the intercoms are running with me in the hallway. I'm like, I kind of feel like this is an emergency. They're like, oh, no. I'm like, yeah, but I like saw some other people when I was walking the halls to try to induce labor. And like, you weren't running with them or like blaring emergency <laughs> on the intercom. Anyways, <laughs> I survived. I had like 
four veins that like rolled while they're trying to give me my IV. They give me my epidural. And for some reason, like it just didn't work on my body and I could still feel all my contractions. So train wreck city, they don't tell you that they tell you it's all going to be like kumbaya. Your nipples aren't going to crack and bleed. And then next thing you know, you've got like a baby chewing on them, you know, Ugh. anyways, <laughs> Side notes, but back to my weekend review. I'm sorry I got sidetracked with my um, plumbing issues, literally and figuratively. But um, this week was actually really good. My, I am actually a high school teacher and basketball coach. I switched careers, so went back to school to become a teacher and make half as much as I was before. So obviously, I make great financial decisions. Um, <laughs> anyways, yeah, but you pay four dollars an hour for daycare. I mean, yes, that is, that is very true. It does all even out much happier. (laughs) But anyways, our basketball team, we are ranked first in our sub districts. That's really exciting. And our program has never made it to state and it's looking kind of promising as long as our girls play their hearts out. So I was really excited about that. And I also survived parent teacher conferences, parent teacher conferences. I mean, they're only for like four hours, but it's just a really long four hours. When you've already been at school all day with children, although I love children. Okay, couple questions for the audience. How tall are you? I am like five three on a good day, but really five two. <laughs> Which... My husband's like five six, so we basically are hobbits. <laughs> so fellow short people. Um, yes. So how did you like end up as a basketball coach? Like I feel like I mean I know why because like I know that you're an extremely athletic person, but oh. Well, thank you. Like, you're like, I wouldn't see you in the hallway and be like, we should probably make her be the coach of basketball. <laughs> well, I, I work at a very small school. So I am actually like a seven through 12th grade teacher. And when you work at a really, we have a total, I think we have like 11 teachers in grades seven through 12. So if you're an English teacher, you, you have the same English teacher from like seventh grade through senior year, pretty much, or math teacher or science teacher. Um, but I teach business. And so pretty much everybody has to do some form of an extra duty. So I'm like an FBLA advisor. And then I also am an assistant varsity basketball coach. So by no means did they look at me and be like, wow, you are just so stellar for the position. It was more like they had an opening and it's like, wow, you are our new hire. So this is your position. But I, I Wait, do what about it. the soccer team? Why won't they let you do the soccer team? Well, when you play eight man football, there's not enough for an 11 man soccer team. <laughs> so we actually don't have soccer um, as a sport. We just, we don't, we don't have a ton of sports, but we have like, I don't know, kind of the main ones like basketball, football, track, volleyball, those kind of things, softball. I did not know that. So sorry for bringing up a sore subject. It's okay. It is a little sensitive, but again, <laughs> we'll make do. Yeah. Basketball is the next best option. So Abby was a really great soccer player. The oh, last I time I played Abby in soccer, I feel like <laughs> it was at recess in like third grade. And I was like, I'm never playing this game again. Oh my and gosh, no. Didn't you break someone's arm or you broke your arm? What happened? 
I don't, I won't say, I won't say his name because I am still a little salty. No, I'm just kidding. I've moved past it. But I got my leg broken in second grade at soccer. And then they made me walk in from recess because I think they thought I was like faking it. And my mom took me to our local doctor. We had to wait in the waiting room for like two hours. And she kept yelling at me like, Abby, quit making a scene right now. I am tired of listening to you cry. Okay. Like you probably just hurt your leg. We get in there. They're like, oh yeah, you actually did break your leg. My mom starts crying, felt terrible. Like, sorry, I didn't take you to the ER. No worries. So, yeah, it ruined my curling career in second grade. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, but you, you but you stuck with soccer, played in high school, played in college, and now you're an esteemed basketball coach in Nebraska. And I'm very proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. It's and we are one of we're like a really, really small school district, but um, it's our best season that we've ever had. So it's just been really fun to be a part of. And you just love those kids like they're your own, even though oh. that would be awkward because I'd be like 11 when I had them. But you're a better person than I am. I hate other children. I like oh. select children. <laughs> I like my own children and like a select few around me. Like I don't even like all the kids around me, <laughs> just like a select few. You know what I mean? So well, I, I would hope I like kids since I am a teacher or that could be, you know. Yeah, I stray far away from that. What else? Anything else happen in your week? Nothing else too exciting. My house was just like really poopy. I think my number one mom fail for the week. River is going to be a year old in March, but she um, had RSV like a couple weeks ago, 105.5 temp in the ER. She got like this really bad diaper rash. And so my sister told me, hey, just let her walk around without her diaper on, which seems dangerous. We have new carpet, but I'm like, all right, I'll risk it. It's almost bath time. So I was letting her play by her kitchen set. I'm like, it's on the wood floor. Like if she poops or pees, no big deal, whatevs. So I'm trying to be a good wife, made dinner over washing some dishes. It gets super quiet, which we call River River Monster, Dennis the Menace, or Wreck-It Ralph. So I'm like, there's something going on because it's quiet. So I walk over to where she's playing with her kitchen set. Obviously, it's like within seeing distance, but like not, I couldn't really see her. And she's sitting on the ground, smashing her hands in her shit. That <laughs> was not diarrhea, but not solid. And I kind of was like, ah, oh my gosh, River, no, 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 no. Which she got nervous and she's a thumb sucker. So she like immediately was like, ah, and put her thumb in her mouth. And I'm like, oh my gosh, my kid just ate their own shit. Um, so I'm like, okay, be calm, be calm. It's okay, it's okay. You know, so I'm wiping everything up. I probably wait, wait, went through half of the question. What did you do first? Like, did you wipe out her mouth first or did you just like let her finish? Like, what did you I do? just let her eat it because I'm like, shit, you live on a farm. I know eventually, like, if shit's the worst thing she eats, great. But, like, actually, my first thought was, should I get a picture of this so she remembers sometime? But then I was like, okay, probably not being a good mom right now. Let's just clean it up. So <laughs> I wipe it all up, and she's kind of like, eh, 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 you know, about it. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go start the bathtub. Like, you just crapped everywhere, and we're playing with it like mud pies. Let me go start the bath which the bath is also our sink because we don't have a bath. But anyways, so I, I like hear her out there stomping then. And I'm thinking, okay, we're a little too early for the tantrum stage. What's happening? She had squatted and peed everywhere and then was stomping in it like a puddle outside. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, I give up on today. We're just, we're getting you in the tub. Like I've had enough. So that happened. And then, you know, like as a mom, how you're always rushing everywhere. Always. I just, I'm always late. 
Yeah. Always late, never on time. I've decided, I call it like perma sweat. I just never stop sweating (laughs) because you're like, I've always got a little case of sweats. I actually don't buy things now. If I think I'm going to pit out or have sweats in them, I'm like, okay, gray. No, can't wear gray. Um, Let's stick to black or dark blue jeans. Definitely won't see the sweats. But I'm trying to like rush out of town this weekend to meet my family in Omaha. And I was like, all right, got to give her a bath. We had the babysitter the night before. Okay. Like we'll give her a bath this morning. I'm again, emptying the dishwasher. Don't worry. I'm inches from her in case she were to fall under the water. But I just look over and you know, when your kid is like squeezing one out and their face is bright red and they're like clenching their fists and shaking and it was just too late. And there were some floaters and some submarines (laughs) that sunk to the bottom and just like murky water. She shit everywhere. So as for getting out of the door, like out the door quickly, it was a disaster. It took me like an hour to get everything together. Oh gosh, this has happened to me so many times. I feel like, and poop in the tub. Okay, so my kids pee in the tub, and then they'll be like, I peed in the tub, and I'm like, oh, that's fucking disgusting. (laughs) Like, don't do that. Like, you're dumb. Now you're, like, blowing bubbles in your own pee. But I have had a a floater a couple of times, and I think every mom has that happen to them at least once. I think some children are more prone to it than others, so River may just be a bath shitter. I guess she is, but I mean, it's also kind of gross when it doubles as like our sink where we wash our dishes. So I had to Clorox that bitch real good. (sighs) I mean, whatever. Like you said, you live on a farm. It is what it is. I mean, that was actually probably better than her when she ate her poop, but we moved past it. I think she forgave me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're a good mom and she's so cute. Oh, thank you. That was really fun. I want to talk about (laughs) some of the hot topics. Okay, so first of all, like, I don't, Abby, did you ever, like, keep a good tab on, like, what's going on with Jennifer Aniston? Are you, like, a Friends fan? I, okay, I love Jennifer Aniston. I was always pro her versus Angelina Jolie. I don't know why she frightens me. I but like, did I just, ugh, me too. And she's just, ugh. anyways, don't, I need to know, was Brad really at her birthday party? That's what I wanted to talk about. Uh, the photos, <laughs> the photos say yes. The photos say yes. Yeah, he was there. What does that mean? Are they just like, here's my question. One, is it Angelina was like, you cannot be friends with any of your exes. And then he divorced Angelina and like got back into touch with Jen, like just as a friend or like, what's going on? Like, how did we get here? I, well, I'm not sure, but like the only pictures I see of him at the party are the back of his head. So is it really confirmed that it's Brad? It's for sure. Him, you know, by the back of his hair. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I feel like I just I feel like he's one of those celebs that like I definitely know him when I see him but like what is up with her if she wants to like take him back after this I mean he clearly chose Angelina and now he's coming back like I don't know Jen okay this is what it this is what TMZ says Jennifer Aniston is turning 50 which by the way she looks really great I can't even believe it and people are still trying to say she's pregnant it's ridiculous She's been pregnant Uh, for five years. Kids can come out walking. And what a better way to celebrate than inviting your ex-hubby Brad Pitt to the shindig. It's kind of a 
big deal because their five-year marriage fell apart when he hooked up with Angelina, blah, blah, blah. We already know all this shit. Thank you, TMZ, for stating the obvious. And, yeah, it is a picture of the back of his head, and the hair does look kind of greasy, but sometimes he can get that way. So I think it's him. It could be. I think it is. Angelina's a witch, and I hope he ends back with Jennifer, and then she really does get pregnant at 50 and has, like, fabulous twins or something. I think I think that's why he really ended up leaving Jennifer Aniston in the beginning, right? Because she didn't want kids, and he did. And he went and had 10 kids with Angelina. Yeah, that was intense. <laughs> She's so fucking weird. I can't even with her. I think the weirdest thing about Angelina Jolie is when she went to, I don't know if it's the Grammys or the Emmys or whatever the fuck, but she made out with her brother on stage. Like, it was like a full-on makeout. Like, why? I don't. Did she ever Who was that? that? I don't think so, but I guess she lives by incest is best, which, again, not <laughs> condoning, but who knows? Could happen didn't in she... a town of 600 people, just saying. <laughs> didn't she also date, like, some – who was that other guy she dated? And I thought she had, like, a necklace with, like, blood yeah, Billy, in it or something. Yeah, Billy Bob Thornton. So strange. Yeah, she's fucking weird. And then I'll, I just remember her from that movie where – what is the name of it? And she's like naked and she's a model and she's like running and she's like pressing her boobs against a chain like this. It's <laughs> like the only <laughs> image I have of her. What oh my gosh. I definitely missed that movie. I feel like that was a movie that came out and it was like the first time I saw boobs in a movie or something. It sounds scarring. <laughs> yeah, because she's so intense. <laughs> weird and she just had these huge breasts like up against the chain link fence but I'm gonna find the name of this wait hang on oh it was called Gia well you're giving us all a list of movies that we need to go watch but I think the only reason I want to see this movie now is just to see her tits smushed against the chain link fence (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's what happens but I might be wrong but I'm and it came out in let's see 1998 so I was 10 oh wow I don't know yeah, I thought, we, I thought we watched Selena at your 10th birthday party. No, that was my like seventh birth. That was my sixth birthday party or no, it was like eight. It was something like that. You saved did the tits watch- for your 10th birthday, huh? <laughs> 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 yeah, I only did murderers on my eighth birthday. Perfect. <laughs> and we got stuck there with the blizzard. Yeah. Story of my life. When am I going to go somewhere <laughs> nice? Jesus Christ. Oh my uh, gosh. Did you have any hot topics you wanted to cover? Anything interesting from this week? First of all, huge Bachelor fan. So if there's any way we could dissect last week's episode, that would be fabulous. What are your thoughts? Care. So I did not. I don't think I'm completely caught up. Oh, I've been sleeping really horribly lately, so I kind of like missed the last part of it. But okay, so Elise said goodbye, right? And I finally wanted like. Those of you I who like don't her. know, I'm a ginger, but I wanted like a normal, <laughs> cool ginger. And I thought she had a total chance at it. And then it's like she got five weeks into it and was like, oh, my gosh, I'm on The Bachelor. Like, I can't handle that you're dating other people. I had no idea this is what it's going to feel like. Like, bitch, you signed up for The Bachelor. What did you expect? He dates I, 25 girls, you know? I, I mean, it's a really weird fucked up concept. And the fact that we're all obsessed with it is really weird to me because I would literally – slit throats I'd be <laughs> I'd be stabbing eyes with rusty forks like I'd be going after bitches and 
on this show, people get a one-on-one date. They're like, oh my God, yes, you get a one-on-one date. Oh my God, it's going to be so great. And I'm like, why? Why are you cheering for the other person? Is anyway, Why don't they ever act like how you would really act in real life? I find it disturbing. My other side note is Demi. I know she's kind of made out to be the villain this year. I love you know her. her. Okay, but the thing is, is she needs like one of those oil dabbing cloths because I can't handle how sweaty she lets her face get with it like dripping down and then you can tell Colton is like hesitant to go in for the kiss just because it's gonna be like wet face have you noticed I didn't see the correlation between like why he was kissing her or not but now that you say that I'm gonna watch because she does have a sheen (laughs) to her face And when she was spanking him, it was just really uncomfortable and awkward. (laughs) The paddle episode was a few ago, but I just, I had to throw that in there. The spanking, I just, it it was different. Wait, what happened at the end of like the cocktail party or or what happened? I fell asleep. Fill me in. So Anyeka and I don't know, what's that girl from Miami, I think? She's just crying all the time. Basically, they're just like having it out because when Elise left, she told Anyeka that yes, she okay. was just here to get out of Miami. <laughs> and so they're like yelling about it and Colton sits down and it's really confusing and he's sitting there and he's like, I'm just going to let you guys talk it out. And they're like yelling at each other and he finally just gets up and walks away because it was so ridiculous. <laughs> and I'm hoping tomorrow he's just like, all right, bye to both of them. It was the weirdest argument ever because she's like, um, this is what this person said. And then everyone's like, no, it's not. And she was like, oh, I I know I she's been a train wreck since the first since the beginning. (laughs) My other side note is also not from last episode, but Hannah B, the pageant queen with like, I hate her. Okay, but when she showed every tooth in her mouth and was like (sighs) for 30 seconds if there aren't memes about it, there needs to be, and it needs to be brought up on the reunion. What happened? Like, what possessed her body at that moment to do that? I have no words. I think she's a little mentally ill. <laughs> okay. I 100% agree. And she, like, scares me how intensely she looks at him. And I she just frightens me. It's not Next. even, like... It doesn't seem like she's even, like, doing it for the cameras. It just seems like she's possessed. Like, something's wrong yes, with her. Yes! I agree. My other note is... Wait, him have and- you have you done the spoilers? Do you know who wins? Okay, I'm very disappointed in myself. It is the first time that I've ever looked at who won. I've never looked ahead at, like, Final Four. I have been watching this since Trista. I think she was the first Bachelorette. And I don't know why I looked ahead this time. I I just, there's something about this season, but I looked ahead and I'm kind of disappointed in myself, but it's fine. I'm still going to watch. Oh my gosh. Wait, I just had one Did you look ahead? Of course I did. I couldn't help it. Can I throw out like a side note? His one-on-one with Okay. Okay. I'm not going to like spoil who wins at all, but his one-on-one with Cassie was just intense like I think it was the most heated makeout session ever they just made out the whole time I don't know that they really got to know each other any better and I want to give Colton props because he went in for like the full ass grab when they were on the island and most of the time on the bachelor they're respectful and just do like the upper back like 
top part of the buttocks, but he like went in for it. And I follow her on Instagram and she posted, we definitely did more than just make out on our one-on-one. I was wondering Scandalous. if she, I was like, she's going to give him a blowjob. I, I kept thinking so that. I was like, I was like, he, I was like, she's going to start with a handy and then she's Ugh. just going to slowly get on her knees and slob on his knob. <laughs> I okay, think she but, for sure slobbed on his knob. But okay, with that as a side note, okay, I don't know if you heard their conversation, but like, you know, like most people share things about her li- their life. Like her main thing was just like, people from my hometown are going to know I'm not a virgin. So I was just like, okay, maybe she's had a few serious relationships or like, wait, but who cares? Trying- well, I know, but I feel like she was trying to tell him like she slays all day. Like, hey, if you're getting a bunch of DMs from dudes, like it's real. You know, I just, I didn't know how I felt about it. Did you find that awkward? Like that was her one thing to talk about that she wasn't a virgin. Well, how old is she? Why would she be a virgin? She's 23. Why would she, why would the ex? Well, there's also a girl in there that's never been kissed and is 23. Well, she has been kissed now and she's a fucking liar. (laughs) (laughs) Their whole date was awkward as well, but yes, I know. But anyways, him and Cassie were totally hot and heavy. I found that to be like, whoa, intense, but. She has been a fave of mine since night one. So Okay, here's my guess of what happened and hope I hope to find out someday. She slobbed on his knob and he fingered her. That's what I think happened. And then they like change it to like how did you notice that for the never been kissed, they changed it to like just been kissed after they made out? Her Chiron. Uh-huh. This fucking show is so dumb. And like, why is that her title? Everybody else has a job. Like, what <laughs> what is her job? I mean, she clearly didn't have one. Yeah, I was like, oh, is that like Drew Barrymore? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Such a good movie. I was listening. So Chad Johnson was on Juicy Scoop this week. And he Chad, was talking. Chad? Yeah. And he was talking about um, how basically all the contestants on there are poor. They're like they're like rich kids who their parents are kind of like funding their life or they're just like poor people. Like he said that Jordan, when he was on Jojo season, didn't even have a car. He was like borrowing his brother's car. What? Yeah. Can we talk about Chad for one second? Like he started a new clothing line. Cause I do follow him on Instagram too. And it says, fuck you, Chris Harrison. <laughs> I mean, yeah. does Chris Harrison make money off these shirts since his name's on them? Because I don't know. Can you do that? Okay, so he talked about that on the podcast. You should go listen. He, Ugh. it's his like merch store, and it they have all of his sayings. And do you watch uh, Paradise? I mean, I live for it. <laughs> so on Paradise, when he was leaving, he was like, "Fuck you, Chris Harrison." And so I guess people were like, "When can we get a fuck you, Chris Harrison T-shirt?" And honestly, I think I want one because I fucking hate Chris Harrison. <laughs> I cannot stand him. He is so unattractive. My favorite thing on the planet was on episode one of the season when they went back and they did a run through of like Chris Harrison through the years. And his mom was like, I'm so proud of you, Chris. And they just showed his like 1999 baggy suit pants. Like I could not stop laughing. I'm like, you've been. But he's not married, right? He got divorced. Okay. So when is he going to be the bachelor? No, he's dating someone now. 
Oh. He's dating, like, someone really good-looking. Really? I feel like I need to see what she looks like, or he. Lauren Zima. Wow, she is pretty. Yeah, I mean, he's not pretty. So, (laughs) (laughs) as a great segue, so I know you're not watching Temptation Island, but fucking get on it immediately. Okay, explain it. Also, like, if you indulge in, like, any smoking of greenery or like drinking of alcohol I would recommend doing it before watching the show because it intensifies the ridiculous <laughs> the ridiculousness of it and makes it so hilarious so the very first episode they open with all these couples and they're just like normal couples and they're like I met like Sally and I have been living together for four years. We've been dating for five and we really love each other. And this is the home we share. And this is our dog scout. And we're going to go to temptation Island to really test our relationship to make sure that we're ready for the next step. And uh. it's like, what? It's like the whole concept is temptation Island is they take the men and the women, they split them into these separate villas and then they bring in singles of the opposite sex and they have a chance to go on dates with people and then they show the partner snippets of the date Ugh. that they went on. How messed and... up is our reality to <laughs> truly? How messed up is our society that we're supposed to believe that these people are actually together. So Jenny was over when we watched this and it was the most <laughs> hilarious thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And it was just these people being like, we really love each other. We love each other so much that we want each other to date other people. <laughs> like, well, what? Said that no makes, one ever. That makes no fucking sense. Ugh. Okay. So the, the kicker of this is I'm watching it and the host comes on and I'm like, I do like a triple take. And I'm like, is that Chris Harrison? No, they it's have doppelganger. I'm looking. <laughs> and his name is okay. So this is on USA. This has to be like super low budget. Also, there's like <laughs> there's one unattractive couple, and I kept calling the, them the Fuglies because Jenny would be like, "Wait, which one are you talking about?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm talking about the Fuglies. I'm sure you'll be able to find exactly who they are." And then <laughs> there's some like good looking people on there too. It's so weird. Here's the Can you confirm part. who the Fuglies are? The the I don't want to say. What if they listen to my podcast? <laughs> okay. All right. All right. We'll leave it to <laughs> viewer discretion. Okay. Go ahead. Um, I'm sure you can find a pair of Fuglies out there. I think I there. know who it is. Yikes. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> so, so here's the other fucked up part is when they bring on the singles, all of the single girls, not all of them, but the majority of them are like, smoke shows they're like definitely eights and up and then they bring on the guys and they're like three and under and i'm like how's this even fair why did the guys get all these hot chicks and the girls got all these very very mediocre looking people like it it's very fucked up so then they bring on this chris harrison wannabe after i did my triple take and this guy's name, his Chiron says Mark Wahlberg. And I'm like, oh. how fucked up is USA? They got a Chris Harrison lookalike sound like with a Mark Wahlberg name. Like, what the hell is this TV show? What is going on? Wait, and what is I his name? Mark Wahlberg. Oh, gosh. <laughs> he looks exactly like a younger version of Chris Harrison. It's freaking me out. He's Chris Harrison with a Mark Wahlberg name. That's a fucking fraud. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's the most ridiculous show I've ever seen. 
I feel like I want to watch an episode. I actually just went online and it looks like you can just, I mean, literally Google search it and watch them. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's free everywhere. They're like, anyone, please watch this show. (laughs) The only other thing I wanted to say about TV is that Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club is getting like really weird and trashy. People keep comparing it to Vanderpump Rules and it is not at all. Vanderpump Rules is everything. Let's just say that. Yeah, it's so good. So that's all I had in TV. Did you have anything else? I don't. Oh, I just had one last note about The Bachelor, which I meant to add in earlier, but I found. Okay, listen, I was like two years old in the 90s. Okay, born in 89. But who doesn't remember John Benet Ramsey? All right. Another one of my favorite people. I don't want to call myself Inspector Gadget, but I swear Hannah G, right? She's the other cute girl. Okay, but she does say, oh, my gosh, I just need to open up about about my past and tell you about myself sometime soon. She's going to say she's JonBenet Ramsey. Just look it up. Okay, breaking news. <laughs> heard it here first. Murder <laughs> mystery solved. Literally look into it. They look the same. Did they not? I sent you a picture. Um, I saw – I've already seen this online, and it's – it's kind of weird, but they also say that Katy Perry is John Benet Ramsey. Do they? <laughs> that's I what mean, they say. I need to look into these theories. That's what they're saying. That's what the streets say. Oh, that's what the streets say. Okay, but yeah, that's really all I have. <laughs> okay. The last thing, uh, pod recommendation for this week is Watch What Crappens. It's a hilarious podcast. It's these two amazing guys. And they just do horrible impressions of the housewives. And it's (laughs) hysterical. And I fucking love it. And there's all these little inside jokes. You have to, like, listen for a little while to, like, catch on to all the jokes and whatnot. Um, But you really come to, like, love them as people. And Ronnie Karam is one of the uh, co-hosts. And I'm completely obsessed with him. And I don't think he knows it. But he's actually my best friend. But we just haven't met. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I mean, we have met. Like, I went to – I always go to their shows when they come to Chicago. Um, but like, he doesn't know I exist. You know what I mean? But we do, we do (laughs) converse on Twitter, but anyways, I digress. He's my best friend. See, that's what I do here. I force people into friendships because I don't have mom groups to choose from. (laughs) So it's like, okay, you and I are going to be friends. I'm forcing it. Okay. And then last thing in self-care. So tonight I went to Target and they have this new, so Harry's makes the shaving, uh, products for men and I was a Harry's customer for a long time and then I switched to Billy which is women's shaving but now Harry's came out the women's line it's called Flamingo and they're also available in retail in Target only right now but they also have these waxing strips so I went there and I bought them and I don't know what compelled me to do this because I've never shaved my lip in my life like I I've always just had the tiniest little like shiny you have a stash there No, but, like, everyone I know told me that, like, that's a normal thing to do. (laughs) I'm just, like, worried because you have blonde hair. Like, is it going to come in thick and black now? (laughs) Why are you doing this to me right now? (laughs) I'm sorry. Continue. Oh, my God. So I bought these strips, and, like, I don't know. I've gotten waxed a million times in various parts of my body, so I'm, like, it can't be that hard. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then the directions had way too many words, but so I just like did it and I 
it didn't hurt that bad. It was super easy to use. I would highly recommend, but I would say that like, if you're, sh- if you're going to be waxing your mustache for the very first time, maybe like, don't do it yourself. <laughs> oh my gosh. I have a little bit of like irritation. <laughs> oh my, you burned your upper lip. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I have to go to San Jose for work for four days. <laughs> Starting tomorrow is fucking 7 a.m. I have to leave my house to go to the airport and I'm just like am I gonna have a fucking burn on my upper lip for like a week like what um, is it gonna, am I gonna wake up and it's gonna be better is it gonna scab is this gonna can my concealer help this like what's happening Ooh, it's gonna look like a five o'clock shadow no why would you'll you be fine though that? she'll buff out she'll buff out <laughs> <laughs> and then I but, but but I must ask you a question would you do it again <laughs> I'm sorry, I cannot Wait, do you shave your mustache? No, I mean, like, maybe I have a little peach fuzz, but like, mine is blonde, so I'm just not too worried about it. But, but if it starts coming in darker or like the whiskers start curling into my mouth, like, I obviously (laughs) would wax it. But I mean, I'm just not in the business for that right now. I'm a little worried. And actually, my sister did it once, and she really did, like, kind of burn her upper lip. And then I don't want to alarm you, but it, like, took the skin off, so it just kind of burned the first day. But then it, like, all scabbed and stuff. And so, again, a little scarring. But I think it was also because she had never done it herself and didn't fully read the directions. So I'm sure if you read the directions, you're totally fine. I'm going to send you a picture. I can't wait. I'm sure you look beautiful. It'll be fine. Oh, my God. Something's not right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. What have I done to myself? My coworkers are going to be like, well, we thought she was cute, but she's... Oh, my gosh. Got something (laughs) going on there. We didn't know know. she had a beard. We didn't know she had hair on her upper lip. Or they're going to be like, is that an STD? Like, what is that? (laughs) So, can't wait. Stay tuned. I'll Snapchat you about it. Yay. Oh, my gosh. Okay, you're so awesome. Thank you for taking time to talk to me. I know it's super late. You never get to sleep because you have a mom with a young daughter, and you're a teacher, and you're, like, out doing good things in the world. So thank you for taking time to chat with me and doing this on a Sunday night. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely loved it. Worth every minute. Always love chatting. I'm sorry that all these listeners are going to learn so much about, like, the things (laughs) that come out of my hiney. It's a little embarrassing, but... Uh, are you gonna have your mom listen to this definitely I told you I like everybody I know I tell them like you need to (laughs) laugh you have to listen to my friend's podcast I've been sending the link out like wildfire so (laughs) I think my mom and sisters will definitely be tuning in oh my gosh I can't wait I mean she was there for the hemorrhoids and the toilet getting taken out of the (laughs) floor so she won't even be surprised probably shocked that I'm sharing it with so many people but it's all right Oh, just a couple thousand is fine. (laughs) (laughs) Minor details. All right. I love you. I will text you a picture of my mustache and I'll catch you later. Okay. Love you too. Thanks for having (laughs) me. Yeah. Bye. Bye. I hope you guys laughed as much as I did. Abby, obviously, as you can tell throughout, cracks me up. I'm sorry that you had to listen to me laugh the entire time into my microphone, but I just can't help myself when she's around. So Again, please go online, give us five stars. It's super easy. Just go to your podcast app, click on the five stars. That's all you have to do. 
Don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Millennial Mom Pod and send me an email at millennialmompod at gmail.com. I want to hear stories from you too. So have a great week and I can't wait until next time. Bye. Bye.